there was an idea to bring together a duo of recyclable people to see if we could become something more so that when we needed to, we could create the podcast that we otherwise never could. No one asked for it. No one knew they needed it. But now you have it. Black Culture Geeks. Welcome everyone to the Black Culture Geeks podcast. This is my man STD, and I am okay. Black. Listen, huh? listen, listen. Oh shit, that was a typo. My bad. Um, you know it's funny the Rock did that to um Baron Corbin. He was like, you know, you're a super tough dude, and no matter where you go across this world, stadiums will be chanting to you, STD. <laughs> And it actually happened for a little bit. Oh damn! And that that they need to do that forever. Like, where he I goes, mean, it's the rock. So. Yeah, they need to do that forever. But, yeah, it actually happened for a little bit. <laughs> so let me do this the right way. <laughs> I mean, it's busted now. It's absolutely busted now. <laughs> That's true. So no use trying to go back and clean up that no, stain. It's uh, not looking. <laughs> but yeah, we folks, did the thing. We are apologizing th- for it. This is the last mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. Of Black Culture Geeks for 2019. Indeed, it is. The very last. It's been a crazy ass year. Absolutely. And I will say this you know, you you folks out there have really gone a long way to produce, get us to produce content. Like, you yeah. got us a lot of shit. Yeah, some of the shit y'all did this year was absolute garbage. And we appreciate <laughs> that shit. This is the first time in my life. Where there's actually a benefit to Homo sapiens being yo, utter garbage, stand yo. You. <laughs> You're right, though. You're absolutely correct. Um, it's been easy yeah. getting content yeah. for the show yeah. because <laughs> y'all motherfuckers just be doing shit. And listen, this is not my first podcast. Now, this is the longest-running podcast, but this is not my first. And I'm telling you, it was a struggle when you try to do something outside of just chronicling the utter (laughs) innity of you fucking mud monkeys. Yo, like, I appreciate it. Like, we know it's you. You guys are amazing. Yeah, all of you. Keep it up. The ones that are providing the content and the ones that are listening to the content. Absolutely, all of you are amazing. I don't know what we would do. Well, it, it would be much harder without you guys. Yeah, it would. It would be a lot harder to find the content. But it is what yeah. it is. And yeah. we do have some end of the year type of topics we're definitely going to be talking about going in detail with. But before we do, even mm. though it is the last show of the year, we still mm. got niggas still got to pay some bills. No, I'll screw it. We're not, we're not, no, listen, listen, um, simply because it's a special episode, we're not going to do a, a very, a very special episode of Black Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very special. Yo, you know, that's one of my favorite tropes of old sitcoms. Hell yeah. The very special episode. <laughs> like, seriously, like. 
Because it usually takes the characters out of... It usually makes the people have to act. Yeah, Because they usually are, like, slightly out of character in some way, oh, shape, yeah, or form. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because one of the children is on is, is being approached by people who want to give them drugs. Right, right, or, right. or somebody gets shot and they have to deal with violence. <laughs> right, like, right. Those episodes just be, like, amazing. Like, yeah, they really are. Or somebody's uh, estranged part shows the day ain't shit. Now they got to do it with That's funny. That was the next thing I was about to say. Because I thought about, yo, the three examples I thought about was Family Matters. um, Fresh Prince. That was the third one was Fresh Prince. The second one was, um, uh, no, actually, both of the second and third were Fresh Prince. When when, uh, Will got shot uh, protecting Carlton. Yep. Yeah, man, the very special episode is the shit in my book. Um, but the one thing uh, that we might as well do mm-hmm. is re- reiterate all the uh, the upcoming stuff. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So basically, um, as of today, ladies and gentlemen, well, as of a little while ago, but officially today, mm-hmm. you can go to... Any of the well, uh, I don't know if the answer is any. I got to figure that out. But, but tell the them, majority, tell them what they, yeah, tell yeah, you know, tell them yeah, what they can. You, can. you can go to the majority of streaming platforms, and you can find the first single from the upcoming project. The first single, and it's more than just the first single for the um, upcoming project. It mm-hmm. is the first single. This nigga has ever done. That is absolutely true. <laughs> in the history of singles. In the history of singles. <laughs> this, in the history of singles or niggas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, the title of that single is running through my mind. Um, you guys can go check that out. Spotify, Apple. Uh, matter of fact, let me just see if I can. You should have been able to pull up me. to see what's yeah, right in front of me. Uh, what's live right now? Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio currently. Nice. So that's that's a pretty decent spread. That's pretty decent. The only major ones really left are Amazon and Tidal. Right. And I don't know why they take it so fucking long. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm happy to be on Spotify and Apple. And, and Apple. So it's so crazy too because we we talked about this um, before, but. Back in the day, man, distribution was that was a big deal. Like that, that right. that shit was hard. Like if you, especially if you was an indie, if you was an indie, you really couldn't get a widespread distribution because there wasn't many indies. It wasn't many things, outlets, and platforms for indies to use. It wasn't, mm. man. Listen, like y'all have no idea. Growing up in the era of this fucking internet shit, and motherfuckers finding ways to monetize shit on the internet mm-hmm. and all that. Y'all motherfuckers have no clue if you wasn't around back then as an artist, how hard it was trying to get noticed by right. gatekeepers so they would give you permission yeah. basically to release some music widespread, yo. And it's just crazy how it is now. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a schmuck like me can have a single out on Spotify and Apple and Oh, never good stuff. Yeah. I need y'all to. So the goal for the single is seven streams. <laughs> I need y'all. I need. I just need seven of y'all to go listen to that real quick. Like, if you're listening, matter of fact, you could be listening to this on Spotify or Apple. I need you to pause this, 
yeah. go search for that, then come, then come back to yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Russia, if you're listening, um, <laughs> oh god, you, I can't stand you. you. <laughs> I can't stand you. But yeah, no, real shit though, Russia. Uh, yeah, I need you. I need you go ahead and, and provide some hacking power to um, yeah handle that. Get them streams. Go ahead and, and boost them streams. Uh, boost them streams. So, but like uh, like I said, uh, the aforementioned uh, album is coming very, 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 very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that will also be on the streaming platforms, and then we got, um, uh, like I said, probably looking at approximately six uh, total um, projects. Music mm. projects coming from Multi World in 2020. Mm. Also, uh, your other podcast. Absolutely, uh, the uh, the captain, the Monday Morning Captain, is a Star Citizen based podcast that I do with uh, hip hop recording artist Graydon Square, mm-hmm. and we did one episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. The reason we have not done another is because our our org. Is on leave until to be the start of the new year, so that all of our members could enjoy the holidays and Word. do all that, do all the shit that they wanted to do. As soon as um, we're off leave, um, which will be the Sunday after our New Year's, soon as we're mm. off leave, um, we'll that's when we'll be recording again because a lot of the stuff we talk about comes from the experience of that previous day. So. Right. Be on the lookout for that. Um, that's actually right about by now. It's probably on every major because um, we use the same distribution for for that that we do for this. Exactly. So by now, it's pretty much everywhere. But yeah, right. absolutely. <clears throat> also, there's another podcast coming coming at you. I'm actually really looking forward to this for some odd reason. Oh, shut up! Uh, <laughs> this. Let's discuss Disney Plus. That is featuring my bars and my, <laughs> <laughs> my co-host, Adequate Man. You, if you're listening to this, you're probably at least slightly familiar with Adequate Man. He's been, yeah, on, he's the been show on the show a couple of times, mm-hmm. and if you he's been reference any of us, <laughs> yeah. And if you follow us, any of us, either of us on uh, Facebook, you'll mm-hmm. probably have seen him. And if you follow the page and have seen the live streams, you've seen him. He's a frequent right. uh, contributor to the live streams. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, is that everything? Uh, well... Yes and no. Oh, the travel, the travel. Oh thing. yeah, but I'm, I want to talk about that. Um, with oh, that's, one that's, of the things. Yeah. Part of the answer. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, part, yeah. it's part of the answer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we can talk about that then. So that's that's that's. Let's get into that. that. Oh, my okay. fault. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah. Shout out to okay. Jay Black, yo. Yo, I'm fucking, <laughs> yo. If they got too many catchphrases on there, yo. Yo, absolutely, yo. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um. So yeah, let's get into the shits. Absolutely. So, um. <clears throat> Generally, mm-hmm. the question would be, yeah. Um, how was your week? Yep, that's what. However, it would be. now we're talking about <laughs> it's the end of the year. Not only is it the end of the week, right? It's the end of the month, right? It's the end of the year, right? It's the end of the decade. Yeah. So, yeah. we have several questions that we're going to address. 
about those things. Um, and we're going to kick it off with a tune. So first question is, what is the best factor mm-hmm. about a bad thing that mm. you've witnessed this decade? Okay, so this is probably fairly obvious uh, for anyone that, you know, talks to me and kind of off social media too because I don't really discuss this a lot on my social media thing. I like trying mm. to keep my shit a little bit fun. There's times I'll talk about some shit, but I don't try to go there like I used to anymore because I need a space of, of just pleasant shit. Yo, I hate you because I think you're about to steal my answer. Oh, uh, I don't, probably not. Um, I think the best factor about a bad thing that I witnessed this decade would be the election of Donald Trump. I hate your guts. Listen, yo, listen. <laughs> <laughs> look, it, it, look, it, they're, they're for, 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 yo, but there is a lot of reasons Indeed. why you know why this is. One, it's, it's not what what people a lot of people might think, but to me, he. Ex- Exposed. Yo, I hate you. You stole my answer. You I stole my exact answer. Okay. Because I'm not... Look, it's several things to expose. I'm only going to go into a few. So right. you've got and I bet you're going to I bet you're going to say the, the oh, ones no. I was going to say. Oh, no. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. Right. Pretty sure I won't. All right. First, he exposed just like how fragile mm-hmm. the, this republic is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he Absolutely. he pretty much disintegrated the idea of American exceptionalism. Y'all can't hit mm. nobody with that no more. Mm. You can't hit anybody with that no more. And he exposed people, mm. Pe- people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mind mm-hmm. you, who were quick just a, a, a few years ago to write off all politicians, and they they claimed to have been woke to the understanding that they ain't shit. But I watched y'all fold yourself into napkins. For this motherfucker, just mm. to be yo, I, I seen the same people that ran around talking about boss. This is ain't shit. Now look at him as some kind of either a cult figure or you make excuses. He ain't a politician, nigga. He ran for office and won. Yeah. He's a politician. That makes you a politician. Stop <laughs> the dumb shit. And he's a piece of shit, but you love him. And the fact that you love him doesn't speak much about him. It speak a lot about you for real. Yeah, absolutely. The, the the other thing is that he exposed to me is the religious right to be the craven whores I always knew they were. Mm. To 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 be so accepting of this because you think you're gonna get some sort of political benefit from it, so you're willing to accept the fuck shit after what y'all put the Clintons through. Mm-hmm. For his chicanery and immorality, and I remember the phrase "character matters" coming mm. from y'all, mm-hmm. coming from y'all. And the last thing, it rings a bit hollow now. It, 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 yo, <laughs> y'all can't get in my face no more. Yeah, I know. I am the big bad antichrist atheist. You can't say shit about nothing. About no, I don't want you. You've lost your credibility on any of that shit. You're a craven whore, just like every other one of these political uh, uh, organizations that go out there and, and, and give money to senators. For they can't. You're the same motherfuckers. You can try to strap a cross on and all that. You're just like them. So mm-hmm. miss, miss me, miss me with it. And finally. <laughs> 
really exposed is that Americans are really no different than any other third world country's acceptance of authoritarianism. Like, yeah, like yeah. We, 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 back in the eighties, there was this myth running around this motherfucker that Americans were made of a different stuff because of the origins of the country. Mind you, the origins they're talking about, they don't want to talk about the actual origins. They want to talk right. about the stylized um, yeah. um, um, origins, right? So they, they say, oh no, because for us it's about freedom and liberty and no no uh, governing body. We don't have kings here. We don't have the, all of this shit. All of this shit. We don't allow people to get so much power or to attain so much uh, pedestal godhood that they can just do whatever the fuck they want and we accept it. Well, there's a, a huge subset of the American people that are willing to accept fuck shit from their politicians as long as they think they stand to either get something from it or even if they don't, if this motherfucker they feel like is going to make shit hard for the people they don't like, they good with it. Yep. You're no different than when you sit back there in the 80s and talk all this shit about how could those people live under such a dictatorship? How come they don't rise up and do something? How would they allow them to get away with the miss me with the bullshit? Absolutely. It's over. The illusion's <laughs> over. It's over, Johnny. Over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's over. We see you. We smell you. Mm. It doesn't look good. And it ain't no sweet fragrance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it's done. You're done. It's, it's so over. And I'm glad of this because that narrative yeah, was the narrative false yeah. from the beginning. And what it has, what it has done over the years is it's allowed other countries to either romanticize it. So a lot of people over there, if I could just get to America, It'll end all of my... No, it won't. And second thing is, for all those other countries out there that knew, because they had already dealt with this country on a level that the citizens know nothing about because of their filtered-ass information outlets, like the news and shit, they Mm -hmm. knew this country was full of this type of people. They knew this country's dirty laundry. And now, they've been reaffirmed. So y'all consider, so you can continue to be woefully ignorant all day long. Oh yeah. And bake your apple pies mm-hmm. and have your red, white, and blue pom poms and look at this shit through that filter. All you want. Yeah, yeah, Liberty Bell, blah, blah, Paul Revere's ride, blah, 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 white picket fence, whatever, motherfucker, because we see you now. And here's the thing. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Mm. So yeah, that's that's my answer. And I took none I, of your stuff. I hate you and <laughs> appreciate you at the same time because you purposely uh-huh. you did it on purpose. It's not it's, it's not, not as what if, is he talking about? <laughs> it's not as if it's not as if you didn't think of what I thought of. It's that you figured what I thought of and you decided not to say it. <laughs> Like not, we're not, we don't, we don't, we don't, we're not gonna act like we stupid on this goddamn show. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know what you're going on about, sir. Since since he uh, stole my thunder, and thunder doesn't generally come without lightning. <laughs> I'm just gonna 
throw some sizzle in there and mm-hmm. say um, the obvious answer, racism. Ooh, um, you hate yeah. to see it. There's, there's really... So to the people who were in the middle, who were ignorant mm-hmm. and and not willfully ignorant, but mm-hmm. just ignorant, mm-hmm. this whole experience with Agent Orange has <laughs> enlightened a lot of them. Yeah. And yeah. they now understand the shit. One of the prime examples, the the girl who walked me to my car. Right, right. Like, I'm fairly certain that before the events that has happened during his presidency and how he and the nation have reacted to it, right, it right. might not have been that before, before you know, before it might it might she might not have had that reaction right um before all of this stuff was happening and then on the flip side of that the people who were being willfully ignorant mm-hmm. we now see you yeah well we see you my nigga there is no hiding anymore no no it no. is very clear what you're doing and, and what, what you are to do. we know what you yeah, are now. It, it's, it's very clear now so that is extremely helpful and some people you know well well why is that helpful because it's it's better to know your enemy you got to know your enemy so you can strategize in order to either withstand their bullshit or take them down it's just that yep. simple like absolutely and the idea that people hid behind um the veneer of civility. We know mm. that's y'all, we know that's we know that's not true. Nope. We know it's not true. And all it took for real, even really before uh Herod Donald, <laughs> um it, it also took the internet mm-hmm. to show, yo, I see y'all every day. I see y'all every day showing your ass. I see y'all Absolutely. ridiculing the fuck out of people for dumbass shit. I see all of the hateful insecurity. By the way, don't y'all, y'all funny. Cause y'all think y'all insecurity don't show just because it's a tweet or nigga. (laughs) That shit is like a big ass bonfire. You could see from orbit Mm. your insecurities, your flaws, your fuckery. You are pure. Trash. Oh yeah, <laughs> like trash with, with zero except, uh, exceptions. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Y'all, the moment they look, the moment they, they the moment they created a a, a venue mm-hmm. for motherfuckers to display all the worst things in humanity, motherfuckers jumped at the chance to do. Let me show you how trash I am. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me show you. They competing now. It was like um, uh, that character Stewart. Look what I can do. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> no, but um, so yeah, ass. that's 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 funny. I'm not I, I'm not surprised that we came to the same conclusion. Actually, no, I'm not. Yo, it's too it's too big. And I'll I'll add on top of that. Um. It, it exposed the level of sheer willful ignorance because. Mm-hmm. We we so very rarely get super political on the show because that's not yeah. really the purpose. We do pop culture shit, but yeah, you can't ignore this. You know what I'm saying? Like the, it's shit. One of the things we do talk about though is willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers who are purposely choosing 
to remain ignorant about things that can be easily checked. Yeah. Because a, you have some emotional, psychological attachment to the lie. Yeah. So, so because that's the case, like, it, maybe you think it makes y'all look good. Maybe you are more invested in the narrative that has people thinking a certain type of way than them actually thinking about what, how things actually are. Cause I think that got a lot to do with it too. You're invested. Oh, they're invested yeah. They're invested in the narrative because they know that narrative serves them. So it serves a certain segment of the population to believe that you and I are about to knock them over their, over their heads and take Absolutely. their purses and shit. It serves, yeah. it serves them to think that we not as, as intelligent as we are. It serves mm-hmm. them to think just like it serves a certain segment of the population to believe that, that all white people are the devil and yep. none of them have figured out what the fuck's going on. They're all caught up in that same web. It serves a certain, it serves a narrative that helps you define who you are and how the world sees you. And you know, if that shit gets shattered, mm. you then have to do the work to create a, a true image of yourself and mm-hmm. to be the true. Or you just don't like that reflection in the mirror of what you actually are. You know what I'm saying? So you you invested in that narrative. You're basically breaking all the world's mirrors. That's what right. they doing. They're breaking all the world's mirrors so no one so they don't have to see themselves for what they are. But we see you. And oh, yeah. trust and believe going into 2020 and beyond mm. on this show, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna hold the mirror up like this is what you really this is no that remember those memes where they had the different panels um what what I think I do, what my parents think I do, right, right, what right. my friends do, what I actually do. We're mm-hmm. the what you actually do, Mer. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're that. We're that panel. Thanks. We're that panel in the <laughs> All right, so to flip the script, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is the worst factor about a good thing that you've experienced this decade? So this is this is going to be a bit involved, and it's going to start mm-hmm. off sounding ass. I'm just putting okay. that out there now. Y'all swear if you stole my answer, I don't for believe this. that I have. Okay, by um, this specific, I believe to my experience, right? Okay, okay. So the single first, let me start off by telling you what the single best thing is, because I can't tell you about the worst fact of it if you don't know what it is, right? That stands to reason. So the single best thing that I've experienced this decade was the rise of, well, me. Okay. Listen. Listen. I can absolutely <laughs> promise you, you did not steal my answer. Okay. <laughs> you know Continue. So, you know, of, of all the things. The rise of the infidels. But, shut, okay. Well, same thing. Rise of the yeah. rapists. Same thing. <laughs> um, of all the things I never thought would happen. They happened this decade. Mm-hmm. My music getting traction. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Where I got an actual audience of thousands. No, I'm not and draking out here. Thousands. This guy's <laughs> ass. Like, oh. like that. I never. I didn't expect it because it seemed like it was so far out of reach. So, but I'm glad that it happened because it validated me continuing to to stay doggedly obsessive about this shit, right? Right. So, get in custody of my kid. Word. You know what I'm saying? Meeting a woman that is my counterpart. Mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm, I can build a life well, with. Better have. But okay, same Shut thing. Shut up. Um, no, same thing. <laughs> I found a content creating team. Indeed. 
with which I've had many great experiences and actually produced some content. Yo, the first video I did, besides the one we met up at Mm Comic-Con, the first video I did where we actually went out to go and go to Annapolis Mall. Yeah. That's one of my favorite videos. One of the favorites I've ever done or really almost anybody has ever done. Because Word. of that energy, it was a level of excitement. Yo, that's right. Fuck this. You know how long I've been waiting to have a crew to go out and mm-hmm. do this shit? It was fun. It was, it was, it was, it, it was hilarious. We Absolutely. all was really just getting to know each other. Cause yeah, we talked online so that, but to hanging out in person is a whole different thing, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. Yo, and it came across the, the, the assness mm-hmm. came across like it was in the video. It was, it was dope. And mind you, it wasn't even that pleasant of a day. No. That day. You know what I'm saying? It really Not particularly. And we usually like to be out there when it's nice. You know what I'm saying? But, right. But it still, the shit came off. But see, here's the worst factor of all of that. hmm Is that I didn't find them all at the same time. Yeah. Because see, if I had Multiworld 10 years ago. Nigga. When I was at the zenith of my creativity, the passion, mm-hmm. like I said, the obsessive compulsion to, to, to create. These last 10 years would have propelled me to like seriously great heights because I know I would have broken through and got that ever desired bag, the bag, because like there were certain opportunities that I could not take advantage of back then because of the circle of people around me maybe wasn't as informed about it. So it wasn't like I could get information from them. They had never experienced it. And then... Also, they weren't, a lot of them weren't as, how can I put this, motivated. Yeah, yeah. They did, they didn't, we didn't see eye to eye on a, a game plan and what we thought was important. We didn't see eye to eye on that. And I'm gonna tell you, man, like, I would have been like in a position to leave this shithole right now. And I would have yeah. been collaborating with y'all from under a palm tree in Belize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. You know what I mean? So, so the worst factor about, about this, that good thing is that I didn't get all of it. Man, if those tumblers in that lock would have all just, you know, mm-hmm. get, went to position in 2009, 2010, Whew. nigga, nigga. There, there is no, there is no, uh, glass ceiling. Facts. There, there, you know what I'm saying? Sky's the fucking limit. Facts. Not just this sky here on earth. All skies <laughs> throughout the multiverse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Throughout the nine realms. <laughs> throughout the nine realms. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, that is the worst thing. And it, it, it really bothers me, uh, Sometimes when I take the time to actually think about, like certain shit comes up, and I go, "Damn, man!" Yeah. Or I see certain shit from the past. I get um, notifications uh, to see who, what somebody may have said or posted online about me anywhere on my um, in my email, and yeah. I see some old shit. Sometimes some old shit will pop up, like on Facebook memories. Some old shit will pop up, mm-hmm. and I see like, "Yo, this was such a what, yo, can I, man." Imagine if I was in the cameras and I had actual help that lived here, right. not just across the country, because a lot of yeah. the help that I had back then was like across the country. And then the people that I had here, like I said, they was going through other things in their lives, so they couldn't really be there the way I needed them to be there. 
yeah, to yeah, build yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? But that's yo, that that's the worst factor of these last this this last ten years, man. Yeah, um, I, I managed. It was I rose, and I did yeah. things that I that I never thought I would, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't get as high as I would like to, and now that I'm 50 years old now, I I, I know I don't have the same energy that right. I had 10 years ago because I was on it like a hornet, man. Thanks. But it is what it is. Now you have to answer this question, and I didn't take a damn thing. No, you did not. <laughs> not at all. All right, mine is is a little more macro. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the best, I can't say the best, but right. one of the best things that I've experienced this decade is the rise of people being held accountable Mm. for being pieces of shit. That's a big one right there. Um, It is one of those things, you know how we always talk about, and not just you and I, but Mm -hmm. people, we always talk about all the bad things that are inherent to the internet. Yeah, like the fact that everybody had a village idiot, but now that there's an internet, the village idiots can talk to each other. Facts. Well, the flip side of that is true as well. There were always people fighting for the good. Right, 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 right. But now that there's an internet, they can talk to each other and they can get together. And you even have them galvanize some people who might have been in the middle. Right, right. You have them have some people that they convert from the bad to the good. Right, right, right. And that has been lovely. The majority of the Me Too movement. Right. The the Black Lives Matter movement. Right, right. Like, all of these things, like, the, the... the movement to be more politically correct. And when I say more politically correct, because that term has had very different meanings for different people over the decades. But when I say more politically correct, political doesn't belong in that definition for what I'm saying. Because it's, it's, it's just a simple thing like... Don't be shitty to people. Don't be shitty, man. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Is that really too? Listen, listen. Hold, hold, hold. We're, we're, we're humans, right? Yeah. And I do yeah. know that humans are garbage scouts. Hold on, hold, wait, wait, wait. Let me check. Let me check. Wait, let me check. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, it's pretty much true. Right. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I understand that, right? I get that. But you know how you can make everyone's life experience just a wee bit better? And byproduct yours. And byproduct yours. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. instead of going out of your way to be shitty, yeah, go out of your way not to be shitty. Yeah, so just that only way, be shitty in the times where you're not either not paying attention to it or you can't yeah, help it. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> like, listen, listen. Here's the thing about that. When you do that, right, that's not to say that there'll never be a time when you have to be shitty. You're going to right. be shitty because you're dealing with people. Absolutely. Right? But I firmly believe that how you conduct yourself you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has an effect on you as Absolutely. well as the other people because Absolutely. you get caught up in a cycle of reacting mm-hmm. a certain way about certain things. I know this from personal experience because when I first moved out of the hood, yeah. it was low these 11 years ago. Mm-hmm, I first mm-hmm. moved out of the hood. I still carried with me the reactions that were necessary to survive in the hood. So when I'm living Thanks. out in Russet and walking, taking in the environment, going, this shit is really dope because it's not something that I grew up with. And there are people jogging. And my mind translates that somebody's running up on you. 
Right. You know how many times I turned around to square up on a motherfucker that wasn't doing nothing but running to yeah. to, 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 to improve their uh, health. To improve their health and shit. <laughs> I'm running up on them. You know what I'm saying? Again, like it took me, the problem was me and I got plucked like a fish out of water into mm-hmm. this new environment and it happened kind of job suddenly to be honest. Yeah. And I still had a lot of that, those same reactions. Those things which absolutely are necessary to survive with living in Baltimore will do nothing for you <laughs> outside <laughs> of in a suburban area where yeah, that yeah. type of energy ain't there. I'm, I'm right. It was uneven, un, unevenly matched energy. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. And Indeed. that, 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 that's a, a, an example of, yeah. you know, you, your behavior matters. It absolutely does. And and another another thing about your behavior mattering, you don't know who's watching. You don't mm, say it again. You don't know who's watching. There's somebody that is watching your behavior that could be in position to change your life for the facts. Better. Facts. And because you had decided to you was going to be a shitty person for no reason or even for good reasons. Even for good or, reasons, exactly. Even for unresolved Cause, things cause that you have in your you past. Sometimes you let a motherfucker have that. Like, that's, oh, it's real you know shit. That, that's you, but you're not going to drag me down into your shit right now. Yeah, it's real shit. Yeah. Um, but because you chose to do that, now you don't have that situation anymore or, or it's being delayed. Right. So, like, yeah. But as great and amazing as that is, the worst aspect of it is people cannot express their dislike right right of something right right it, it, you are a hater mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are bitter you are thi- simply for not and I'm not talking about people who actually go out of their way to hate on something right no I'm talking about simply expressing that you did not enjoy something. Right, right. It's the craziest thing in the world to me. And the most, well, the most recent slightly mainstream example is the whole uh, Nick Cannon versus Eminem thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The, 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 uh, you got a couple of the battle rappers talking about, well, if you don't like it, why say anything at all? Because <laughs> you just sound like you're hating. No, like, no, no. You... no, 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 you don't. No. You sound like an idiot for saying that someone sounds right. like they're hating because they express that they don't like something. Fuck you didn't like here. something. <laughs> if you didn't like it, if you didn't like it, it's not for you. I, now, now, I'm not half of that argument I rock with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you do not have to say no you don't, you don't like have something. to say no you don't sure but at the end of the day you have the right to say something yeah right expressing that you like, don't like something is perfectly what fine I wanna, what I want to know is this uh, uh, SPJ mm-hmm. why are you hating on Brussels sprouts bruh right <laughs> like <laughs> nigga I don't like Brussels sprouts it's just, I just don't like them you hating on you hating on them no you je- like, jealous of Brussels right, sprouts right <laughs> cause they're the best vegetable the <laughs> like come on B like what are we doing y'all here? sound like children and, and yes. uh, you sound like a ridiculous child species and, 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 and <laughs> yo they really do yo and the thing is it's crazy about that there was a time where people say, I don't like that. And that was it. Yeah. But now but you say thing. that shit, you what all of a sudden jealous. What, 
about constructive criticism. Constructive. Yeah. Some there there are two sides to constructive criticism. To the to the constructive part of constructive criticism. Right. One is was your intention to be constructive? That's yeah, one. Facts, facts. But the other is the person receiving it. Did you infer? Yeah. That it was constructive. Yeah. Well, you know, conversations are gonna work two ways. Exactly. It's, it's the person that's saying something, mm-hmm. and the person that's listening and how they're taking it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So if everybody that expresses dislike of something is a hater then the constructive criticism is not going to be doled out as much. And when it does, the person who's getting it is not going to accept it. Right. Now, what we do need to also pass out is there are times when motherfuckers are purely hating and you can tell they're obvious. They're obvious. Like, for instance, someone who never saw something but then it's telling you how bad it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's pure hate. Or someone that is actually connected in some way or they believe to be just by what they say. You can mm-hmm. tell that they feel like that whatever this person or this entity's success is, they feel like it's taken away from their shit. Right. So when they make a critique about it, you got to take that shit with a grain of salt. For instance, my man Marty Scorsese. Like, yo, the shit he sees said out of his mouth, I infer a whole bunch of shit just from the whole circumstances of, of him making that type of statement. Yeah. Your shit not being in a movie theater had to go to Netflix. You pissed off just by the shit you saying about how something shouldn't be in the theater with you. Now, come on, dog. Like, you're basically not trying to compete on this, with this, on the same playing field as every other type of thing that does what you do. That's yeah. when you know someone's hating, when they don't want to compete on the same playing field. It, by, look, all things being equal, all right. things being equal, yeah. they release theirs, you release yours, and see what happens. Or all things being equal, they try to get funding for theirs, you try to get funding for yours, right. and see what happens. Yeah. So because they got funding and you didn't, there's no reason to be going in on them about some no. shit. No, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not Maybe their fault. You. So, yeah, there, there, there's definitely a line. There's definitely a many nuanced layers to it. But it's like you said, man, we at the point where you can't say you dislike something without people saying you're hating. No, I watched it. I heard it. I tasted it. I read it. <laughs> right. And I didn't I like experienced it. it. I right. sat with my thoughts for a little bit. I expressed those thoughts. I didn't like it. And then I like can't say, yeah, I don't think I really like that. Yeah. It's You're not for me. To the point where you literally have to say it's not for me. Like, mm-hmm. you have to say that. Yeah, and even say. then, sometimes. You be accused of. Yeah. yeah. It depends on who you talk to. Because this ridiculous child race out here. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yo, like, this species. Uh, yo, I, you guys is. Well, yes, you do. I was about to say, you guys have no idea how frustrating and <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> I am with, with the human beings, but you know. You oh, know. they listen. They listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, the next question. Anything you new you plan to do next year for the first time? All right. So, here's the thing. I had the thing that I that that's kind of new for mm-hmm. for me next year mm-hmm. is to push the envelope. Um, with my content out into 
the realm of uh, the quote unquote gatekeepers. Now, yeah. previously, with my music and all of that, um, I had no desire to sign to anybody's company. I don't have a desire to do it because I feel like it takes too much of my creative freedom and mm-hmm. too much of what I want to do. I don't need that type of pressure. One of the good things about being an indie is that my timetable is my timetable. You know what I'm saying? Nah, only people, only person's expectation I have to live up to really is my own when it comes to when I decide to trap content or when I decide not to, right? Yeah. So that's one thing. But with my video content, you know, over the years, I, I've been doing, um, while I haven't been doing the videos as long as I've been doing music, I've still been doing them for over a decade. Yeah. All right. And the reality of the situation is, um, I've done, I've evolved mm-hmm. and, and content, the ability to create it and the things that I wanted to talk about. One of the things that shook loose from all of that, from all the different things that I tried and did was the whole travel element. One of the, one of the things I find the funnest thing was when, you know, doing, especially during the um, spring and the summer on the weekends, uh-huh. you and I would go out there, find new spots. <clears throat> Bam! This shit uh-huh. is dope. You know, like that, that's like, that shook loose from all the gaming videos, the videos about comic books, and all of it. That shook loose as like a big thing. I love that shit. Yeah. So, what I'm going to be doing this year is I'm making an attempt to, I'm on a quest to save the, tra- the travel channel. Mm. I'm on a quest to save it because why? Because the travel channel needs work, man. It needs help. Um, Absolutely. I, I feel like it can be a dope resource. And I know a lot of people will say, well, we got the internet for that. Yeah, you do. But you still got people that watch TV. Okay. And the stuff that's on the travel channel now, I, does, I do not feel lives up to what that channel's supposed to be about. And this is a common thing now with these channels. The learning channel now, you ain't learning a goddamn thing on the learning channel anymore. <laughs> that shit's dead, all right? They got a bunch of reality shows and all that shit. That shit. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I looked at a lot of the um, programming on the Travel Channel over the last, uh, really, half of the year. And I got to be honest with you, I found it wanting. It didn't have the spirit of adventure it didn't have the honest to goodness like, yo, one thing about people that travel a lot is certain things they look for when they look for information. They want to know about restaurants, hotels, things you can go and actually do. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of history of the place. They want to see what it looks like. They want to uh, live kind of vicariously through the person that is showing them these things and getting them this information so that they too can jump on a plane, boat, car, whatever, and go and experience a lot of the stuff for themselves so they're not going into it blind so they don't make some of the some some mistakes that they probably wouldn't have made, you know, if they had that information. Absolutely. When I look on the Travel Channel now, I see nothing of the sort. <clears throat> right. I see haunted house shit. Yeah. I see the stuff that just, to me, completely irrelevant to what people would want a travel channel for. And the reason yeah. I even went on to look at the travel channel was for certain shit. And they fooled me. I ain't going to lie. The programming fooled me once because it was a Sunday. My wife and I, um, we had a lazy Sunday, something we don't have often. Right. Um, it's something we used to do all the time though when we first got together. It's a lazy Sunday. 
We eating food. We watching our shows on TV. We barely got out of bed or whatever. It's a lazy Sunday. And Travel Channel had this marathon on that was fire. It was basically, um, people, they, people were trying to buy homes in these various locations in, in around the country. Nice ass locations, San Diego, you know, really picturesque. Some of these houses were super expensive. Yeah. So what they would do is, they, they would have their host go to the particular house in, in general and talk about the house, but more so than just the house itself and all of that cost and all that. The area. So, you know, the area around the house is important. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What's near, what's close to you, what's near with things to you, blah, 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 this, another. They did that and yo, the shit was fire. And I was like, yo, I'm going to start coming out on the travel channel a little more because I follow a lot of travel, uh, YouTube channels, you know. Right, right. But I said, yo, I didn't even think that this was a, this would be this good until I saw that. And then <laughs> afterwards, every time I go back to that channel, it's marathons of things that, yo, this is not, no. This ain't it, Chief. This ain't it, Chief. So plan was, thanks to my sister Marissa, came up with this idea, I talked to her about it, is I'm going to create a travel show. Now, I have a travel series on YouTube. This is not exactly that, but that helped birth this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And on this uh, travel show, it's going to focus on Maryland. Um, Of course, I'm going to have my um, multi-world brethren, Mm, you know what I'm saying, mm, helping mm, with that. mm, mm, mm. Um, My brother, Shafril, from Fish Tune Productions is going to mm-hmm. collab with this as well, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to go all around Baltimore, all around Baltimore, the surrounding counties, and all that shit. Find these places of interest that people would might be interested in, might want to go see themselves, or didn't even know this shit was happening here. That this was this was lit like this. Didn't right. know it. And we're gonna give them information about it. It's gonna be upbeat, and I probably won't be the one hosting it yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, I yeah. want. Somebody bubbly and you know whatever, and, and I'm crotchety, the salty. You have never. Described as bubbly, never, ever in the history of bubbles or descriptions. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, for the type of energy I want this show to have, I don't think I can bring that. Mm. Um, because I want, I want it to be a celebration of traveling. And yes, it's going to be localized because this is the easiest thing for me to do. I don't have to jump on no planes and pay all that expense. It's not like I have a budget to do big shit like that. But this is the plan. We format it professionally. We got the, we got the, we got the, we got the equipment. We have the software. We have we the need, knowledge. We need, we need, we need a little, uh, one more piece of equipment. We need one more. Yeah, true facts. We do need one more piece of equipment. We definitely did. That's a two. Two. Yeah. Well, I I envision mm-hmm. um, getting an audio recorder so ah. that so that not only can the audio be as crispy as possible on mm-hmm. the videos, but we can also record Agreed. the podcast Agreed. while we're out. Agreed. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So agreed. Yeah, that's, so we definitely needed. We definitely needed that. 
We definitely mm-hmm. need to do that. And that shouldn't be that big of a deal. We'll figure something out. Um, but the thing is, I want to make it as professional as I can. Um, get a few episodes under our belt. And then I'm going to present that shit to the travel channel. Mm-hmm. Now, do I know whether or not there's something they'll be um, into? No, I don't know for certain. But I do. I am confident in the fact that we can produce something that definitely will have their noses going. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't have to stop at the travel channel. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, if they don't, if they don't want it, okay, we'll submit it to some someplace else. Pretty much, absolutely. But I really think um, I'm really looking forward to doing that for a lot of reasons. One, the experience of doing it, I'm mm-hmm. having it on the resume, and also the bag Thanks. because we get that bag. We get an actual budget. What? Look. Project next. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. In fact, that's officially the name. (laughs) Project next. Project next. And I personally, there's nothing I would enjoy better than to be out and about with uh, my my multi-world brethren and my wife because she Mm -hmm. would love to help with that. Absolutely. Um, Going to these different places, you know, doing doing this shit the right way. Yeah, you know, like that's what I'm looking forward to. That is the new. That is the plan that I want to do this year. Is that I'm trying to get us budget for the a budget for the shit we did. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's pretty much it. Word. Um. So my thing is. I think we'll just go with Low Hanging Feud, uh, the Fruit. album. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's coming out next year. Right. I mean, early next year, but still. It's still next year. It's still, it's still next, next year. year. Right. Um, yeah. That is um, really uh, obviously new. Uh, so so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to get out of this experience? I have actually already gotten everything I wanted to get out of this experience. Wow. Um, It was simply like I said, it started um, basically because for anybody that didn't happen to catch the live because, you know, it was only out for 24 hours because it was on Instagram now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it is still on the Facebook page, but if you didn't happen to watch that, basically a quick rundown, it, it, it all started with the idea that there was another. Hey, well, yeah, because <laughs> literally, um, it start, well, okay, so if we're going back that far. It started with Marvel, <laughs> um, Marvel Studios <laughs> deciding to build up their characters and their movies to the culmination called Infinity War, right? And that I, I think it was the first teaser trailer that they put out for the movie and Thanos starts there was an idea (laughs) and I'm like yo so like I said if you listen to the show if you've paid attention to any of the other things that I've done creatively if you followed me on Facebook you know I've been riding with that since oh yeah there was an idea the intro the the intro to that podcast (laughs) (laughs) there was an idea um so, so going back to personal, uh, it started, I had an idea. I'm like, yo, I'm a musician and I'm not doing music. Right, right. This is not. This is what, unacceptable. Yeah, this is not the move. Like, 
I'm doing creative things, but my first thing that I've ever done creatively was music. Right. Right. So like, why am I not? I'm not not doing music because I don't love it anymore. That, right. That's not the case. That hasn't changed at all. I'm not doing music because. Oh wait, I don't have a good idea. I mean, good mm, music. Mm. So I started making steps and like, all right, let me let me let me get my keyboard back. Right. So um, I happened. My mother happened to still have one of my old keyboards in her basement. Um, I went and grabbed that. Uh, realized that it had a USB port on the back of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey. What can be done with this? So I grabbed the USB cord and grabbed, put it the part that goes into the keyboard into the keyboard and the part that goes into the computer into the computer with the things and, <laughs> and, and the things and, <laughs> and nothing happened. Right. Why did nothing happen? Because that's not how that's supposed to work. Right. I, so I did research on how this. I'm like, oh shoot, wait, MIDI. That sounds from. Oh, I used to mess around with Fruity Loops a little bit back right. in the day. That 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 may that that word MIDI that reminds me of that. I'm like, oh wait, I can make beats. Right. So I started doing that, and and just as with anybody doing pretty much anything except for mm-hmm. these prodigies, they were terrible. But it was all helpful this is how i learned right i don't i'm not that person that is going to be able to just sit through lectures and lectures and then you kind of learn by doing i learned by doing it and since i already have the creative side of it down i just needed to figure out what the hell all the technical stuff was yeah I just dug in head first and my good brother Tombstone was able to provide me with a copy of FL Studio. Absolutely. And I just, I I got a a new keyboard and Uh I got an audio interface. Well, I got the interface before I got the keyboard because of the podcast because, you know, we want to give you guys the best quality we possibly can give you. Absolutely. And that, that, I'm, I'm probably, I can't, say this for sure but uh-huh. I'm, I'm i'm likely going to be getting that microphone uh soon oh dope that's so, dopeness yeah um so anyway so that advanced to the point where i'm like okay i'm making all these beats and then um in case you haven't noticed in case we haven't mentioned it ever mm-hmm. um two of the members well three of the members of multi world have music careers <laughs> so I would make a beat right. send it to them right they would say things I would make <laughs> another I would make another beat send it to them they would say things make another <laughs> beat that cycle continued and it continued right. and then around probably beat start uh, 88 or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I had another idea. Like, hey, what if I put out a... Well, I don't know if I actually shared this with y'all, but my first idea was to put out a beat tape. 
Yeah, I think you did. Okay. About yeah, that was that was my first idea. It was a beat tape, just a beat tape, just the beats. Nobody, no, no vocals at all, just the beats. Um, but then Eddie was like, "Yo, let me spit on that." Tim was like, "Yo, let me curse this for you." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hmm, all right. Well, if we're doing this, maybe I could put on a mixtape." with just the rappers that I know rapping over my beats. Right. That would, you know, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, So, that was the plan. And that was what I was moving forward with 100%. And and at some point, uh, Toon kept pushing this crazy idea. I don't know where the fuck he got this from. <laughs> maybe you should rap. Like, what the fuck do you mean maybe I should rap? No, stop it. Cut it out. Um, How dare you? <laughs> yeah, like, I was appalled. Like, the fuck is going on here? Um, but he kept pushing it. And he kept pushing it. And I'm like, alright, well, eh, maybe one song. Maybe, maybe one song. But the issue with that is as life happens and all of these individuals that I know that rap have lives, mm-hmm. um, some of them were not able to contribute in the timely manner because when I decided I was going to do the mixtape, I figured it was it was probably like late September, early October. I was like, all right, I'm going to try to put this out on my birthday. Right. So, um, like I said, some of the people, some of the rappers the rappers in my life um, had situations where they, they weren't going to be able to, to contribute to this one, this project. So I'm like, shoot, uh, that changes things a lot. Because yeah. um, I, I had a number that I wanted to hit. And, of tracks, right? Yeah, a number of right. tracks that I wanted to hit for the project. And it, it was dwindling. And I'm like, well, shoot. Because I didn't want to put out a, a five track EP, right? Like that—that that was no, that that wasn't the plan. Um, I'm kind of like trying to get the the point was the beats, like right. I was trying to display some level of uh, variety with the beats and. The more beats I could put on there, the more variety I could show off, blah, 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 blah. So, um, it was like, oh, shit. I'm actually going to have to rap. (laughs) 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 You incredible. (laughs) But see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about that, though. Yeah. So, it's not like you haven't been listening to rap forever. Man, pretty much my entire life. And much like the way we even edit videos, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. ideas we have for videos, we've been watching TV and movies most of our lives, so that is there are certain things you intuitively pick up. Certain format, certain structure mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you pick up from watching that shit all, the, all these years. Absolutely. So, it stands the reason this also applies to the spitting of bars. You've it, heard it, enough it, rap. The, the logic follows that that could potentially be the case. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I guess that, whatever. The point is, that's how we got to where we are now. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's um, terrifying. And, and Well, okay, so that's the other question. Why do you find it terrifying? Oh, because I don't like people. And yeah, because <laughs> I don't like people. And um, keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive right. about my shit. <laughs> I hear that dumbass. <laughs> so, dumbass nah, nah. I mean, it's, it's facts though. Like, but people, it is a fact. It is people a fact. say, like, um, most artists are too. That, that, that kind of goes, goes into um, my worst factor about a good thing I've experienced. That's, that's a lot of it happened with artists. So, right. I understand that side of it, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, because, because it's so. It's so new. That's really the thing. Because, like, uh, like I mentioned on the live photography, I was never nervous about sharing. Right, right. It, it just, I had always been into taking pictures what, b- before I knew what I was doing. Right. So sharing a picture that I took didn't really have any consequence, like, at all. It wasn't new. But this... Yeah. Not only is the production new, the rapping is new. Yeah. Like, yeah. none of it is something that I was doing in 2018. Right. So, nah, that's, it's it's absolutely uh, terrifying, for lack of a better word. And, you know, <laughs> the other, I think the other thing about that is, um, see, this is, this is one of the things that I really don't like about uh, hip-hop culture is it's discouraging for people who are above a certain age may get the itch. Mm-hmm. And they might actually be fucking good or get to the point where they're good, but they don't pursue it because the stigma... Because I'm old, nigga. Yeah. Like, here's the thing about that. Not only what might we be missing out on some dope-ass music from some of these older people that decided mm-hmm. to rap, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing about that is, who the fuck are you to tell anybody what they should pursue or shouldn't pursue? No, that's a fact. Especially when it's something... Di- we're, we're, we're talking about your mental faculties and your creativity. We're not talking about physical shit. We're not saying yeah. that when you're fucking uh, 80 years old, you should try out for the Olympics. Nobody's saying <laughs> that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're talking about your mental faculties and how creative you can be musically. And, and, and for the record, right? Especially now. Mm-hmm. There's so many rap songs out there that do not require skill and are getting <laughs> mad play. So that can't be, you know what I'm saying, the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I submit, if you just create a dope song, nobody will care no, about I, none I, of that I, shit. I think that's true. Nobody will really care. And I, and I also feel that um, just in my case, if I never got an audience, mm-hmm. there would be no end to the amount of people telling me, you should stop. Yeah, yeah. Give it up. Mm-hmm. What are you doing this for? Right. But the fact that I did and the fact that I have a resume now, Mm-hmm. To point back on, oh yeah, see, I did that. I did that. That happened. This happened. That happened. That's the only thing. That's like this huge wall that stops that 
deluge of bullshit coming my way. And I know it. So when I see other people that are not 13, 16, that are grown people that want to pursue something like that, I'm yeah. always very encouraging them doing it. Yeah. Like, yo, fuck with, yo, dick in your ear. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't care. You do what you feel like the creativity's calling you to do. And if it comes out whack, you got two choices. You can stop right there and say, I tried it. I wasn't good at it. I'm done. Or you could pursue it to get better because. Oh, no, I'm retiring. This is the only, um, <laughs> this is the only, um, um, project but, that but that is help. one of the that is one of the choices you can do it that one time to say I did it I have this thing I created this thing and I'm moving on and that's perfectly fine or you can continue to do it to get better but what y'all not gonna do is discourage motherfuckers from doing that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first place yeah. that's not happening you know what I'm saying it's not I mean nothing it's it sounds uh uh I, don't even, I can't even think of the word right now. It sounds weird. <laughs> it sounds like a little hokey, but nothing beats a failure, but a try. Facts. I mean, Facts. it just is. It, it is. That is the case. Um, so yeah, that that is that is the the the, the most uh, surface level new thing that I'm doing next year. You know, the one the thing the time. one thing I'll, I'll add uh, to this uh, just as a, a bookmark. Content creating is a motherfucker, man. I, look, oh. I, I will, I would definitely recommend to anybody, anybody, if it's any sort of uh, creative endeavor you're trying to pursue, go ahead and do that because you don't know where that shit le- lead, will lead you. I started out Thanks. doing, I started out rapping, right? And chasing that shit for decades, right? And somehow when a new platform was born, the internet, and then a platform on that internet, YouTube, became a thing. I jumped in and started doing YouTube videos. Why? Because I thought it would help my music shit. Yeah. I thought, you know, I can get up maybe people to pay attention to what I'm talking about. And then inject them with a little bit of music here and there. And boy, were you right. I was right. It took some years, but I was right. So the thing about it is, from there, I started looking at everybody else's content. And not everybody, but... A lot of the big dogs, they shit look good. And I'm looking at my shit looking just as grainy and <laughs> fucked up. How do I get my shit to look like theirs? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went out there and I found, got information from people, talked to people that knew. I got a couple of friends that actually do music videos. Mm-hmm. I talked to them and got some information on, you need this. You, you get this. You'll get that look you, you're looking for. And that led to me buying a better camera, mm-hmm. which led to me doing the photography thing, mm-hmm. which improved my videography thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it circled all the way back around to benefiting the music thing when I yep. shot music video. Yep. All Absolutely. of that came from the pursuit of creation, of yep. creativity. So that's why I always recommend it for anybody. If you got a bug in your ass to do something, go out there and try that because you don't know where that shit can lead. Just do Oh, no, that's taken already. So ass. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So ass. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
Next question. What is your mm-hmm. favorite story that BCG has covered this year? Oh, without a doubt, without any re- reservation at all, I would say that my favorite story was R. Kelly getting Yo, judged. Yo, I hate you. Y'all know, y'all know you I did. I hate you I so very much. You but, it, but yo, him getting charged. Because here's the thing, y'all. You, you look, 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 look. We are all about people getting their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. And we're also all about the motherfuckers that are willing to defend pieces of shit having to eat it. Mm-hmm. We're about that shit. So that to me is the biggest. But I would argue you haven't had your biggest yet. Hmm. And your biggest story won't be this shit. Now, yes, the actual question is, which one was it this year? But what you wanted didn't really happen, I would say. No, it hasn't. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that that, that as well is pretty much the the coverage of the R. Kelly uh, situation. Um, uh, I'll be more selfish simply because... It led to a lot of traction for the It really podcast. did. Dude, it really did. It was just the second highest listened to episode is that first episode where we talked about R. Kelly. And I know, even though I haven't looked at the analytics, I know we still get we still have listenership from that. Oh, yeah. That, that learned other show from that yeah. and continue to listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and then on top of that... Um, just the conversations that it sparked. Now, all of them are, weren't necessarily productive, productive conversations. But, but no, I would argue that they were because that we're talking once again, same thing with uh, Harry Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Exposure. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Because I learned that some of y'all want for kids. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. Some mm-hmm. of y'all want for kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm glad to know that about you. Yeah, pretty much. Keep my um, nieces and nephews the fuck away from you. Absolutely, like you, you, you go over there. You stay, you stay away. Um, yeah, okay. So, your year—that's all encompassing. Your year. Mm-hmm. How would you rate it out of ten? Five. Pew. Yeah, and I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. So the beginning part of this year started off lovely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean. We were, we were, you know, rocking, just started really, the podcast started like whatever. November, yeah. November you know what I'm saying? So we was getting into that. Um, my equipment at that time was at the Zenith for what it was supposed oh, to be. Oh, yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? All right, I see where you're going. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we took a trip to Belize, man. Yeah, yeah. That changed my goddamn life and mm-hmm. outlook. All right? It did. So all of that was, was, was going really well. Right. And then shitstorm. Here comes the shitstorm, and it's a cascading effect. So we moved. We moved. Yeah. I no longer lived in the area that was that had become my recharge point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was where I I would yo I wrote the bulk of my albums in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um. Matter of fact, with the exception of one, I wrote all of those projects there. Mm-hmm. And, and my process of writing was me just putting the music in some headphones and going on these three-mile, four-mile walks. Right. 
The area is nice and scenic. It has very little to no crime. So I'm not being um, conscious. Like, I don't have to be conscious of the fact necessarily that somebody's going to try to bring me a move yeah. so now I can be more relaxed. And and just all I have to do is make sure when I'm crossing the street, I'm paying attention to the goddamn road. That's <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? It, it had um, it had a nice mixture of biomes, everything from the main strip, which was more urbanish, to a natural preserve five minutes from my fucking house, by foot, right? Yeah. The houses around there were dope. It was nice and quiet. I did my thing. Did I get bothered by the police? Yeah. Because over six foot, over 200 pound black man, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. But for the most part, relatively unmolested. Yeah. Left alone to create. And then we moved. Mm. And we got over here to the College Park area. Mm-hmm. And the energy's different. Completely. I'm sorry, the energy's different. Yeah. Um the strip that's more urban on Baltimore Avenue is way more urban than I would like. <laughs> I'm away from that. It's also full of a bunch of bootleg outlets, mm. stores, and, 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 and um, Best Buys. It's like shit. And it's just, it's, it's crappy. And on top of that, while I love the fact that I, I live in an uh, unattached house, we had more stuff than we thought we did. Right. And as a result, we got a goddamn tent out in the backyard with boxes that still have yet to be found a place for. Mm. Um, there's a lot of good things about us moving. So no, I don't want you to think that it was a complete bust. Right. But it, but it was stressful. It was expensive as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We, uh, some of our revenue streams took hits. Yeah. This year, so we're not bringing in as much money in the house as we used to. This right. is, it is what it is. Right. So now I have to be, before when I can make investments in certain things in my content, I got to first think about the household. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah, I don't have that type of disposable income that I had before. Yeah. So when equipment g- g- turns to shit, mm. I'm sitting there going, how the fuck am I going to get this, you know, done? Compute, my studio computer went up on me. The pseudo computer that I created every single project on. Yeah. Went up on me with my plugins. It was a Windows 7. So none of the plugins that I had there would actually work on my Windows 10. Mm. They, they, they didn't. So I had, I had an issue with that. Then I discovered mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that taking this blood pressure medicine all this time. Yeah. There's been an accumulation of this debris. In my lungs, which causes me to cough, I have this cough now. And because of this cough, it's fucked my voice up yeah. most of the time. So now I can't, it used to be nothing for me to get up in the morning after I wrote something the night before and knock out a dope ass take. And right. now that's not the case anymore. Now I have to literally prepare to do that. I have to be conscious of how hard I cough. How much I talk. All of this shit. And it was frustrating as hell for somebody that was used to the convenience of got an idea, writing that shit down, and now I'm about to go and record the shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it was frustrating as fuck. 
uh, one of the businesses that we had that was doing well, but motherfuckers oversaturated the um, the market, and then they started uh, they they cut their prices to a point that was ridiculous. So why would customers go get that from us right. when they could go to this place? But now they not really making any money either, so they stopped. So now it's this whole it was shitty. It was shitty. Yeah. So that's why my I'm giving it a five. That five, those first first five points was in the beginning of the year. After that, it was kind of shitty. Uh, it is what it is. You hate to see it. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. I'm still alive, motherfuckers. That's so as fact. long as I'm here, that's a fact. There's an opportunity for shit to get better. Absolutely. That's how I'm looking at. It. Absolutely. That's oddly optimistic of you (laughs) (laughs) but not not, but not all not all the way unsurprising considering my path in since 2010 no forget that not even not even that but not surprising considering your passion yeah 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 because i am I mean, passion is one word for it. The other word for it is absolutely obsessed. No, yeah, you're you're you 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 have you have a problem. You have a problem, and I don't know. I'm just saying what the solution is, but I, I, I don't know that there is one. No, it um, might not be. You might be screwed. So I'm just going to use it. I'm going to use it. Fifty that Cent is. got shot in the face. He changed his rapping voice, and he used it. That's so. Funny. Yeah. Let's go use it. I mean, I don't. I don't think you can use a fried. No, I'm not going to. I know that's not going to really help. Um, but I think a lot of the frustration, um, all of that, I think much like my situation early on, um, when my daughter was born, a mm-hmm. lot of that shit sparks creativity. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just that it's going to be. It's a little harder now because in order to express those things, I have to do more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's, I'm in, I'm basically, I'm in a hole, um, and I have to uh, put a few boxes, <laughs> maybe a, 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 a few blankets together to climb up <laughs> out of the hole to get to the point to record and shit the way I want to. Right, right, right. So you know, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah 2019 gets a motherfucking five from me. Okay, all right. I mean, it's not the worst. It could be. Oh, yeah, um, right. All right, so, hmm. I think I'm going to go with a seven. Wow. And I say that with with an upward inflection. Right. <laughs> with a questioning. With, with a, a questioning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... All the, the, the creative thing. Well, all right. So the podcast has definitely moved forward. Yeah. Um, the music was at a zero in 2018. So obviously that's moved forward. Yeah. Facts. Um, got, I made it to the point where I released a single. So yeah, that's um, absolutely impressive. Um, right. Went to Cancun again. That was amazing. 99% of that was amazing. <laughs> the 1% of it that wasn't, we covered. Yeah, we, 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 we've covered that. Um, and I have not spoken to that person since. Um, 
that's interesting. Um, yeah, for the most part, things were good. Uh, but just so like little frustrations with certain things. Yeah. That that brings it down a little bit, and then, um, uh, it's just it was like I feel like in order to be a ten, mm-hmm. something like majorly life altering in a good way would have had to happen. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and no question. There have been strides to things that were that were good and better but nothing majorly positively life altering happened this year so yeah I'm gonna have to go with 7 in contrast 2018 was close to a 10 as I've like I went back to Universal Mm -hmm. I released another project Uh 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 um, after 3 year hiatus or whatever yeah um we oh our, our other our revenue streams was was live and kicking booming, booming as a matter of fact, especially around this time of year. Yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. killing. We've been killing. So yeah, it's possible to get close to a ten and out of it's just it's the circumstances it depends on the circumstances. And you know, towards the end of the year, the beginning of a new year is a time for reflection for a lot of people. It's definitely a time of reflection for us. And like I said, as, as you look back. On all the pluses and the minuses, you'd be like, for the most part, it was cool. Yeah. But there was things. With me, it was half and half. You know, half, yeah. first half of the year was cool, and then there was a downward spiral. But, right. you know, it is what it is. And, you know, what we would like to, um, wherever you can, if you go on our page on, on Facebook or whatever, Instagram, you hear us on Instagram, tell us about w- w- how you would rate your year. Absolutely. Because we would love to hear some if there's some tens out there. Yeah, because I, you know, that's the thing that I realized a lot more than I had ever paid attention to. Like I always mm-hmm. had a little bit of an idea that this was the case, but I love hearing people do well. Yeah, like, facts. And I'm not talking about the superficial. Like I mean, it might not be superficial for that person, but I'm not talking about like oh such and such big artist sells a million right, no right, I don't right. care that's about that because you're already in a, you're already number one I don't know you number two exactly. you're already in a position of winning so it's like exactly. is, is that really that big a deal like I get it nah, it is nah, for you nah, I understand if, it. Being if, happy the, with it. if the first if the first project does well then that might be something to crow over but after yeah. you are, you're already a thing if you've already I mean, been yeah, yeah like yeah. come on but the little guy or the person I know personally yeah. Having these wins, it's just it it's it's it it does something very good for me. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um I would I would say it, it's inspiring because of the fact that when you see the little guy get something, you think to yourself, hey, there's still hope for yep. me. Maybe yeah. I can do this. Maybe I can do that. Unfortunately, um some people take that too far. Yeah, because it's not actually likely. It's not like there's likely. no correlation between there's no the correlation. Two. <laughs> but I can certainly see how that can inspire us because I've been inspired by other people. Oh, yeah. to do, you know, and and it it pushed me in a certain direction that even if I didn't succeed at that because I went in that direction, I succeeded at something else. So, you know, it's a give or take mm-hmm. on all of these things. And um 
Yeah, that at the, the end of the year, beginning of the year, is a time for reflection. Absolutely. We want to hear what your reflections are. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into this one news story. Well, Word. Eh, uh, I sh- it, this isn't actually a news story. It's it's more like an announcement. Op- op-ed. It's kind of a new. It's kind of a. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing. I don't consider a lot of this shit news, right? No, it's because not. Because we no. already, the people who are interested enough to consider themselves fans already know that at some point this was going to happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter when it had, like, like, Thanks. like, um, after the merger was complete, um, there were news, there were legit news sources putting out stories with the headline. Again, after the merger, not yeah. like because of the merger. No, after right. the merger. After happened, the merger happened, right? Marvel gets most of the Marvel characters back. Right. We we know that. We knew that, motherfucker. We Why know that. You, come on, stop it. The the starting date for shooting for the Black Widow movie. It, it's not. Come on, it's really, not really. Like, what, what are we going to do with that? Yeah, it's something we that we didn't know, but we knew it was going to happen. Right. It doesn't matter when the date when it starts. Release dates, little more that important. Matters. Yeah, yeah little that more important. matters. But start of shooting date? Eh. Nah, I don't think. I think you know, it's one thing when you have. See, the thing about the internet is it's twenty four seven. Yeah. People yeah. trying to fill up space. Absolutely. Updated, so they come with this fluff shit that ain't really um, news. Now, this one on the other hand, though, is a few things we could talk about with this. Well, so the the, the thing that this all stemmed from was Ryan Reynolds was on a um, I can't remember what show it was, one of those shows, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he quote unquote let slip because that's what some of the news outlets are saying that he let slip. It's Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he really lets... He ain't let shit flip. flip. Yeah. But anyway, he, let shit he, he mentioned that they were working on Deadpool 3. So, again, as I just said, I kind of don't count that as news because, yeah, this, it, they've already said... Like I said, if you're if you're interested enough to be to consider yourself a fan, mm-hmm. you knew that this was going to happen. They've yeah. already talked about doing this. Like, Facts. So... Um, but one of the big conversations surrounding Deadpool's move to Disney is will it be R rated? Right. So let's get into this article. Let's get into that. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian proves Deadpool 3 doesn't need to be rated R to be good. Let's stop. Stop. Right there. Stop. Stop right there. <laughs> that, is, that is a specious connection to say the least. Yo. Fuck out of here. That's not what that proves. One of the biggest reaches I've ever seen in my life. Plastic man, elongated man, Reed Richards, Kamala (laughs) Khan (laughs) reaching with this shit right here. (laughs) Fuck out of here. All right, so let me get into the article. The Deadpool franchise is once again dominating the news cycle after Ryan Reynolds slipped up. See? In a recent interview and revealed a third Deadpool movie was in active development. With something of that magnitude surfacing, it's understandable fans are excited. Deadpool is arguably the most popular property once owned by 20th Century Fox. 
will likely be the first major mutant character developed under the Marvel Studios umbrella. The Deadpool 3 chatter will eventually cause the inevitable rating debates before long, with many suggesting a character like Deadpool absolutely without a doubt needs to get that coveted R rating from the Motion Picture Association of America. Can we hold on? Can we stop right there for a second? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't I, think it's absolutely necessary. He he needs to be entertaining. Yes. That doesn't necessarily mean... Look, there's a lot of ways they can skirt in crude shit. Well, what I will say is mm-hmm. the first one needed to be right Yeah, on. it absolutely needed to be. The first one needed to be that. Yeah, but we're past that. We're past. I don't think it absolutely has to be rated R. But I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. The recent success of The Mandalorian, however, might prove that's not the case. Full disclosure, some spoilers upcoming for The Mandalorian. Proceed with caution if you don't want to be spoiled. Since Disney first announced Disney+, Plus, it it has always met... See? Typos. It was always meant to be home to content geared towards families and the younger crowd. It's one streaming service where no adult content is allowed in the saturated market packed with to the gills with content. Now, again, got to pause. I don't remember them ever saying that. They never said that. Okay, cool. I Uh, think people are assuming that because because it's Disney. Disney. Right. Right. But if there's one thing to learn from The Mandalorian, it doesn't necessarily mean a lighter rating means a super light family-friendly product. No one in the history of people or lights ever said that. Yeah, when we we, we literally survived through the era of PG-13. Yeah. And we saw... They can do a lot of shit under that umbrella before it gets to R. There are movies that you don't know are not R-rated because they were just so good. Like, it didn't matter. Right. Uh, Let me see. Right. uh, So, like, for instance, I'm sorry. Um, Most Adam Sandler movies are rated PG-13. Now, some people... That's really a bad... I would say that I wouldn't use that. No, no, it's not. Stop it. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Regardless of what you feel about Adam Sandler and what his how shitty his movies have become, um, there was a four or five film streak where he was doing like really entertaining shit. And, <laughs> and um you know the funny thing is he actually has a movie out there that is and apparently it's good. It's not a comedy. He does better in movies that aren't comedies, oddly, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he can actually act, but he fucking won't because poopy jokes or anyway so right out of the gates in the Mandalorian premiere a door on an alien planet cuts someone in half no we don't see the poor Seth's intestines or any kind of disembowelment because that's gratuitous we don't need to we see what happened yeah but as viewers we recognize the guy's gruesome end fast forward to Friday's season fin- fin- finally finale when yeah, two so scout troopers <laughs> take their turns punching baby Yoda again which I haven't seen by the way I'm still that last one but I already know certain shit because internet yeah internet is gonna internet Um, (laughs) again we didn't see either one of them actually make contact with the beloved character but they were wallop they were walloping on a bag All right, so to give this uh, uh, news outlet a little bit of the benefit of the doubt this isn't a news story so I'm not really upset I'm not as upset that the editor didn't find it 
um, necessary to proofread this shit because well, it's, it's, a, it's a think piece. Um, it's a fuck think piece. that. No. This is on your website. Get your <laughs> shit together, nigga. Fair enough. Get your shit together. Fair enough. Um, but they walloped on the bag he was being held in. Definitely a scenario that makes you squirm. Those are the two biggest moments that come to mind, and that's not considering the dozens of stormtroopers shot to yeah, death by exactly. blasters meeting their exactly. end as a victim to some explosion. Exactly. Now, the Deadpool franchise is at Marvel Studios. This writer, in particular, isn't sure the franchise needs to continue on with its R rating to be as successful as it has in the past. It might be difficult when accounting for the language of the first two Deadpool movies, but even then, that's something they can almost most certainly get around don't yeah, forget dude, it, guardians. It, needs, it just needs to be funny yeah don't forget guardians of the galaxy volume two and thor ragnarok to an extent yeah. has their fair share of phallic jokes and innuendos yeah to that extent a certain amount of swearing is allowed in pg-13 sure did not include sexually derived words you know which ones we're talking about no we, i don't no i really don't <laughs> i know one but i'm not yeah. sure of the rest of them right um, fuck out of here We've um, seen with the Mandalorian that the boundaries can be pushed while te- while pleasing the Disney overlords. No, the show isn't edgy. That's now stop right there. You completely undercut every point that you just made. Also, define edgy because I've I've I'm watching the Mandalorian series mm-hmm. and edge is not. See, this is the problem I issue I have with people that mistake horror. Yeah. For gore. Yeah. It's the same shit he's right. doing right here. So because he ain't in there calling a bunch of motherfuckers a bunch of space faggots or mm-hmm. whatever shit like that that you, you think some slur, he's not using nigger every, what is right. like, like, that, that, that means it's not edgy? Right. Nah, man. Nah, dude. It, it's absolutely, there's an edge to the character. He's a freaking bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah. That's sent to kill people. That sounds kind of like the fuck. Come on, stop. Um, so or over the line by any stretch of the imagination, but still, one could probably say it's not necessarily as family friendly as initially suggested. Allowing a franchise like hold up, when was it suggested that the Mandalorian would be family friendly? Friendly. Uh, I don't ever remember them saying okay, that. I okay. think this is them once again assuming because it's Disney. Okay, okay. Um, allowing a franchise like Deadpool through release with a PG-13 rating will open the property up to an entirely untapped source of box office cash, essentially ensuring its success for however long Disney decides to continue running with it. I don't think that's true. Um, oh, that's the end of the article. Yeah, okay. The, the two reasons why that's not true mm-hmm. is because... Three reasons, and I, I, it's three different movies. <clears throat> the Hangover, right, right. Deadpool, right. The Joker. Mm-hmm. There are three reasons why this whole idea of PG thirteen rating will open up the property to an entirely untapped source of box office. Ca- yeah. Will it? I don't believe that. I don't first know all, if it will. First of all, can we be honest for a second? Mm-mm-mm. When was the last time? You saw at a box office somebody stopping somebody from bringing what appeared to be an underage kid into the movie. When was the last time you saw people being carded? Wait, I know exactly the last time. Mm-hmm. Never. 
I've never see? seen that happen. Right. So if somebody wants to go see this, they're gonna go see this shit. Yeah. Listen, we got. And then the, the other side of it is, there have mm-hmm. already been two Deadpool movies. Yeah. I don't think that now, if the movie has come out as PG thirteen, that the suburb- suburban mom with four kids is going to take her children to go see Deadpool, right. given what the first two are. Like, right. I, don't, I just don't think right. that's going to happen. And that's why I don't like the idea of this definition of edginess. So, all right, either, what's edgy? Yeah. Is, it, is it really edgy for him to, like, do you expect him to say uh, racial slurs, uh, 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 sexual orientation slurs? Like, what... Cause it ain't the violence. We show you can do violence. Yeah, the more MCU is about they fight in the MCU the entire time. People seem to not understand that. Right. The, the the whole conflict of the entire twenty three movies has been fighting. They they fight. They fight. My nigga, yo, Winter Soldier was not rated R. No, nah. and people got their asses killed. In phase people two, people got shot. In phase oh, yeah. two, I believe. Right. Every movie featured someone getting their arm cut off. Right. Like, what are we... What are we talking about, right? That's why Thanos I, you know, got decapitated. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thanos <laughs> got decapitated. He got his head cut off. We saw him get his head cut off. I mean, what are they talking about, yo? Just, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Uh now, don't get me wrong. There is a part of me that still wants Deadpool to remain R-rated. Yeah, because you like poopy humor, and you yeah. know that. But I, I, I would argue he can get away with that a lot, just maybe not the exact same way. But if it's funny, see, it all, I've, I've been always been one to say, funny is funny. You don't necessarily no, need to be super. But my crude. issue, my issue, my my. What would have eased me into that better mm-hmm. is if we still had Cap. Oh yeah, facts. Because facts. that 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 joke writes itself. Deadpool Hell and yeah. Captain America interacting yeah. that joke writes itself. Hell so yeah. if we didn't we we haven't been given a replacement. Yo, to be honest, Deadpool in a banter. If you think the Star Lord Iron Man banter facts was hilarious, can you imagine the 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 whole uh, Tony Stark, right? Wade Wilson banter, and now that they're both gone, it's like, oh, that kind of. The only thing we have next last Spider-Man. left is the Spider-Man banter, yeah. and in the comic books, oh man, the, the one thing you'll you'll notice about that is for years we've always commented, people have always commented on how funny Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. You get to see a whole different level, like Deadpool is on a whole different level, yeah. Because as funny as Spider is, he's wholesome funny. Yeah, yeah. His interaction with Deadpool, he becomes dad. Right. He, he becomes the man. Will you cut that? <laughs> he becomes that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's um, hilarious. So, like, like I said, there are parts of me that wants it, want it to remain R, but uh, I don't. I really don't think it's a necessity. Nah, like I said, I think it me, would be nice. Miss me with that. I think it would be nice for it to be rated R because that could that would that would show that Disney isn't afraid to put out more R-rated movies. 
Right, right, right. That is right. really what because I, I I kind of need Blade to be rated R. Yeah. Um as I sit back and think about uh the Blade movies, the original Blade movies. I'm talking about the first two. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll never speak of three. Um <laughs> when I think of those movies, I'm really starting to think about it. When they killed the vampires, mm-hmm. they turned into dust. Yeah. They weren't a bloody mess on the fucking floor. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So the stuff that's rated R in there is maybe some of the sexually um, suggestive stuff. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because um, the, the rest of the stuff, yeah, I think they can get away like with you can, it. Like, you can kill things that aren't humans. Yeah. That's yeah. always, that's pretty much always, like, been passed. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you can kill things that aren't humans. Um, if you frame the narrative... That they're not human. And you see, you see this, look, I've seen this with, um, in, in cartoons all yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. where they make it a point to say, they're not alive. Oh, they're not. Right. And then they go ham. Yeah. Literally, the only, let me tell you, the only, the only way we got to see Wolverine go ham in the animated series they were from the 90s, cause he was going up against robots. Yeah. They did not, they, yo, they rarely fought anyone that was not a robot like right um also the thing with the, the with spider-man animated series there there weren't guns right like oh and this, that's the other thing so they managed to do the spider-man animated series without guns they managed to uh and it was popular yeah back in the 80s there was a show called the a-team mm-hmm. which was hugely popular about some military mercenary dudes yep. who never shot anyone. Not they shot at people, mm-hmm. but even when they blew up cars, yeah. the, 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 the scene after that, you would see the person running away from the explosion. Yeah. They never killed anybody. No. See, now, the, the, now we, we understand the ragers. We get your, 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 your difference is, okay, uh, Deadpool was the Merc with a mouth. You can't, he has to kill people and he has to be vulgar. All right, we get yeah. it. But people but, get killed in the MCU. Yeah, it, it happens. Like, <laughs> like, again, I'm trying to wait to see what the fuck, like, it, and, and even more One of so, the MCU's biggest problems is their villains, they, they, they die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yo, like, what are you saying? Like, listen, all I'm, all I'm saying is, I'm gonna need people to calm down. Yeah. Just, yeah. just calm down, man. Like, Let's take a wait and see because we got examples of them pulling the same. Sh- Listen, you think the motherfuckers didn't die and take Avengers, um, the second Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. That scene, the opening scene where they're fighting in that forest. Oh yeah, Loki Hulk killed them. Is, yo, you got the Hulk throwing a tanks full of dudes. Hulk killed them. At a, yeah. Come on, it's, man. Yeah. A lot of people, yo. A lot of people dying. A lot of people died. A lot of though. people died in the first Avengers. Yes. There's no you, way. You're, you're under the impression that an uh, alien invasion can happen and nobody dies. Okay. Yeah. Like They're crashing through building. Come on, man. All the Sokovian. Matter of fact, Civil War is about them killing people. Facts. <laughs> Facts. It's about the casualties. Look how many people died when Scarlet Witch tried to move the explosive thing up away from Cap. Yeah. 
and they destroyed that the whole with all floor people. of people. So I'm gonna need y'all to calm down just a bit. But I will say this: I expect nothing less from ComicBook.com. Yeah, yeah. ComicBook.com is one of the fluffiest uh, internet publications in this genre. Mm-hmm. That I have ever seen, but the flip Some side of that, that shit is crazy. The bittersweet part of it is they they happen to usually have the stories first too. Yeah, so that's, yeah. it's 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 frustrating. Yeah, because it's because like some, you look it, at you the story, by like, story by story by ah, story. It's, it's right. a story by story basis with right. them, like. But I notice it a lot from them, and I see people sharing shit from them. Like, yo, this ain't even a story, chief. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, you I, doing? I see stuff from them, like. Like, you literally just told this same story, but with a little twist. Yeah. like Or, literally, this is shit ain't even been a story. Nah, facts. You know what I mean? Like, yo, what the fuck? This mean you told us nothing with this. Yo, did you see what uh, Martin Scorsese's daughter did? Yes, I did, and it was hilarious. I want to know, too, uh, why you bring that up. So when she did that, all the people that ran out here defending uh, Martin... Like, was you salty? Oh, for, for for everybody that doesn't know and yeah. didn't see it, um, basically, Martin Scorsese's daughter gift wrapped his Christmas gifts in mm-hmm. uh, wrapping paper that exclusively featured characters from Marvel. <laughs> I just want to know the people that that, that that ran up there defending Martin. Were you salty when his when his daughter did that? I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just yeah, curious. that's a good were, question. Were you salty? Oh, she's that. Because that's an amazing question. We got pushback and oh. our defense for the MCU, which I was happy to encounter because this hill I'm dying on. <laughs> this one? Oh yeah. I want to see. Are you now? Are you willing to go balls to the walls for the Irishman? Cause I'm willing to go all of that for That's this past question. eleven years. These past eleven years, yeah. I I think this means more to me than that means to you. Mm. I believe that. I don't believe for once, especially some of you uh, uh, black folks. I don't believe you're that invested in Italian mafia shit. No, that I don't. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe you. No. Nah. Not really. I don't believe you, but really. I'm a comic book here from, from way back. So this was, this is a huge monumental moment for guys like me. Mm-hmm. This past 11 years. Yeah. This was a triumphant moment for us to have the content that we loved all these years that was denigrated all these years that it ain't this and ain't that to be, to not only for them to make movies, but for them to be successful, to be for them to be part of pop culture lingo, mm-hmm. this was a big deal. That mafioso shit already was in the public sphere for decades. You ain't gonna sit here and tell me that a lot of you motherfuckers was out there reading the mafia books. Right. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You was watching movies, nigga. So, <laughs> so that that would that was your whole thing with it. Right, I don't be. I don't hear a lot of you motherfuckers. I, I just don't want to hear you with you defending this to the degree that I. I don't see it. I don't see it. 
And I, we've been in many a conversations on social media about it. Right. And I see, I see people ready to tap out after he come. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nah. You know say like, yo, no, I'm going there. Oh, I'm going yeah. there. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to continue. There. I'm going to continue. You, yeah. you might stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so much so I'm, I'm telling you flat out, I'm biased. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, 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 what? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, could you please show with the, if, if you are in the camp that's raging, first of all, uh, there's been no announcement on what the movie would be rated. Nope. None at all. The only thing we have to go off of is Disney being Disney and the fact that the, the not only did Bob Iger, but also Kevin Feige mentioned that they don't see a reason to change something that's working. Exactly. Exactly. Now they didn't exactly. specifically say it will be rated R, but they said they don't see a reason to change something that's working. So calm your tits. Yeah. Like let's get the rating before we react to the rating. How about we do that? And then after you get the rating, uh, measure your response. Yeah. Yeah. By by what you already know about the MC, MCU, the shit that you like about it already. Like seriously, people are already dying in the MCU. Yeah, he can kill people. All he right, kill he's gonna people. kill people. All right. Um, I, there are a few um caveats that might make it a little more enjoyable for the avid Deadpool fan, but right. but we have to remember something that I said a little while ago. These movies are not made for us. No. no. Our enjoyment of them is a byproduct. Exactly. So would I be happy if if Wade's blade has blood dripping off of it? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I will be extremely happy. But will it ruin the movie for me if it doesn't? No. Not really. Not That's really. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Like, it's, it's just like a little. It's like sprinkles. What's that? What's that script like? Yeah, that's it. What's these? What's these special effects like? Yeah, what, what, that's what, what I what's care the about jokes most. Like? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. What's that story? What's that story like? Yeah, what's the dialogue. What's the badass cinematography like? Like, like what, what? 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 It better be Dylon, 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 Dylon. Exactly. <laughs> um, calm your tits. <laughs> calm your tits. So, um, for selfish reasons. Nah, not even selfish reasons. Ladies and gentlemen, I need help with this project that is going to be put out. So we're not going to go into what we had for next. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end this because I need to steal more of Tombstone's Yeah, time. we got stuff to do. We got stuff, <laughs> we got stuff um, to do. Reminder, the uh, project will be coming out sometime uh, early in the year. Mm-hmm, early, mm-hmm. In, Well, sometime in January. Well, the first... Two weeks of January or so. Um, and the single, Running Through My Mind, is out now. Spotify. It is out Apple. now. Go check it out. Um, the, the <laughs> give YouTube's me seven streams, somewhere. y'all. I just need the seven streams. Just give me the seven give, streams. Because I know, I, look, listen, I'm, I'm talking to you. I know you didn't listen to me earlier when I told you to pause this and go look for it. So now, <laughs> now that the episode is basically over. You can go ahead. What's your excuse now? Let's yeah, go and listen to excuse. the damn episode. Is basically, over. you can just go listen to the 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 single and 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 listen to it. Listen to it a couple hundred times, and um, 
put it on to sleep to and yeah, and, yeah. and fall let asleep. Let that shit run in the background. Let that shit run in the background. You know, come on. You know, just help me out a little bit. That's it. Help my brother out. Like, I just really, I just really want the seven streams. Like, I get to the seven stream, everything will have been worth it. <laughs> it was all worth it. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> so yeah, that is that. This this such concludes this last episode of the Black Culture Geeks for twenty nineteen. So we want to thank everybody during the course of this year that took the time out to listen to our maniacal rants as we go in on the absolute garbage nature of humans and their celebrities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We appreciate that because it is what continues the saga. Absolutely. It, It gives us the motivation to do it. And I promise you that in 2020, we will continue to go in on you motherfuckers and praise those of you that are doing things that we feel are praiseworthy. Absolutely. Because we not going to completely just act like it ain't y'all out there. Y'all right. out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, for my man, SPJ, you, I am Tombstone, the dead man, and for the greater multi-world entertainment family, we wish you a happy new year, uh-huh. and we are out. Peace. Thanks for listening.